We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and can't get a hold of anyone. If only you had a Discover card. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I love the book, The Power Broker, the epic biography of former New York City planner Robert Moses. So I'm breaking it down 100 pages at a time and talking to special guests about why this book matters, like Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I actually think if it wasn't for Robert Moses, I probably wouldn't have run for Congress. Listen to 99% Invisible's breakdown of The Power Broker every month on the 99% Invisible podcast feed. I remember when people would ask me, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And one of the biggest things, I probably like, couldn't really fully answer that question as far as career-wise, but I always wanted to be somebody that others can look up to and a role model. But for me, I was thinking, oh, that's going to be, uh, you know, I want to be Miss America or Miss Alabama. <laughs> and that was kind of where my eyes were set for a while. And with that, I was very cautious and aware of everything that I did and how that would look and how, um, for good or for bad, I mean, I I just cared a lot what people thought and uh, wanted everything that I did to be something that other people could look up to. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Better Tomorrow with Hannah Brown. I am Hannah Brown, and this is my very first episode. I am so excited, also a little nervous, but... I think, you know, when you care about something, you're going to be nervous because you want it to be great. Um, I am so thankful to have this opportunity to have the podcast because I feel like a podcast is very different than other types of social media that I've had to be able to interact with you guys. I think with a podcast, you can really create a community unlike any other, because it's not something that you're just like scrolling through, seeing what I've done, but you're coming to tune in every week and your time is so valuable. And so that you're spending it with me. First of all, I just want to say thank you. Um, And because you are deciding to take the time out of your day um, to spend it with me, I really want this podcast to be something that is additive into your life. So what is better tomorrow going to be? Uh, essentially, I want it to be a feeling. I want you to feel good. My main priority is that you feel better once you finished episode than you did when you hit play. That is the goal. Um, I think there's so much noise out there right now. There's so much content that is fighting for your time. And It can make it really hard to even take a second to actually choose what you are taking in. And I think taking that pause to choose is really important because I know for me, sometimes I'll hear that there's like this great TV show or movie or, oh, you got to listen to this or that. And then I I do. And then I sit for a second. I'm like, I kind of feel yucky. 
I don't know if that really was a positive addition to the day. So when talking about how I wanted this all to go, that was like number one to me. So that is what you can expect is to feel good. This is definitely more like a wellness podcast. And what I mean by that is um, that doesn't mean we're just going to be talking like health and fitness. We will talk about that, but just overall well-being. Um, we'll have solo episodes for sure, uh, just like right now. I wanted to make sure that I uh, came to you first and explain just how thankful I am for you, but also what's going on before we start adding other people in. But I think perspectives, all different types of perspectives are so important. So just having me just talk to you guys about my experiences, how I feel, I think that's great and can be relatable, but we're not all going to learn and grow if we don't have varying perspectives and uh, just life uh, lessons that come into the space. So I'm so excited to have different guests that could be like top experts of something that we're really interested in. Um, artists, uh, entertainers, comedians, honestly, just people that are my friends that I think are interesting and can have a great conversation with. Uh, I also think sometimes because I do come from more of like a pop culture background yeah, I guess maybe some of you are listening and don't know who I am. I was on The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. I was on Dancing with the Stars. Special Forces have done a lot of reality TV, um, which is a huge part of pop culture. And even though we'll definitely talk about that here, my main concern is not talking about like the biggest gossip in Hollywood. That is not what this is going to be about. I would love to have somebody on here. Uh, the show that you maybe has gone through something very publicly and come out on the other side and talk about that. But what I mean, I want it to be feel good. Like it's, it's not about continuing to add like nonsense to your life. Like I'm kind of mad that I haven't watched Vanderpump Rules because it seems like it's just been going on for forever. And like, that was such a big deal this summer, but also I don't know if that has been like if that has given everyone some like life lessons and val value. So I wouldn't probably just have like talk about that, but I would love to have the characters on the show talk about what they've learned from this experience. So that's just like an example of of what you'll get here and making sure that's very clear of how things are gonna go. Um, I think. I don't know if I've really touched on like why I even wanted to do this in the first place. Um, most of my life has been, the past few years has been on um, a camera for everybody to see, which I'm thankful for, for sure. But I haven't really had as much control or um, I don't want to say like, I, I just haven't been in control of the conversation and really gotten to choose what you guys see and what you don't. And not that I have anything to hide on this podcast. I actually want you to see the real me, but that's, that's the whole thing. Um, when I've had some of these experiences that you guys feel like you really know me, you, you know, like a part of me. And with this podcast, I want to be able to be 
even more vulnerable and real and show different sides in different conversations and have that also for the guests that are on the show to be able to do that as well. Um, I think that's why people love going on podcast. It's because you only see so much of a narrative on these other platforms. And so this podcast was very alluring to me to be able to really be myself, really get to share with you guys, and then also have you in turn be able to relate with me and create that community where you can share back. So as a, as I was saying, we'll have solo episodes guest on. I also want this to be interactive with you. So we will have ways in which you can ask questions. Um, you can uh, tell me what you're liking, what you're not. I I want this to be very fluid of this can change. This can grow with what you guys are loving, what you are getting from this. So it's all in the up, and, up in the air. I've never done this before. <laughs> so I am learning on the way and I am excited for you guys to be a part of the journey. Uh, so I feel like I should go. Oh, oh, also. So glad that you're here now, but also be here next week. We will have an episode every week on Wednesdays, wherever you get podcasts. So you figured out how to get here today. So just do that again next week. And it'll, it'll be a great time. I'll get better and better. Don't you worry. Oh, which gets me to why I decided to, how I came up with the name Better Tomorrow. I feel like that's important. It's definitely important. Uh, so choosing a name for a podcast, you know, it kind of can be daunting, but for me, it was actually pretty easy because when I took into account what I've said before, like why I wanted to do this, what type of vibe I wanted in the podcast, there was this conversation that I listened to, I think on another podcast that really stuck with me gosh, what was that? Probably like two, three years ago when during COVID, when like a lot of us, I was really struggling. Like mental health wasn't something that I just like thought was a good idea to prioritize. No, like I had to. <laughs> it's very important. And I heard somebody ask themselves this question, am I better today than I was yesterday? And I loved that so much that I put it on a note card um, on a mirror that I walked by every day so that I could remind myself to ask that big question. And I realized that just taking that like small second to take account of the day of like, okay, am I better today than I am yesterday? And sometimes it was a yes, but other times it was a no. But normally when I, I had a no day, it didn't, it didn't follow another no day, if that makes sense. Like, because I took that moment to say, no, it actually wasn't. Why wasn't it? Um, it helped me have a better tomorrow. So that is why I decided to name this podcast Better Tomorrow with Hannah Brown, because that's kind of the focus is that we are trying our best um, for that better tomorrow. And sometimes like our best today isn't always that great, but taking that second to just pause and take value can add value to your life into the next day. So I think it's great. Hopefully you do too. 
Uh, also want to start with just like a life update with you guys. I feel like a lot has happened. Um, I've lived in Santa Monica. I, I lived in Santa Monica for like three years. I moved from Tuscaloosa, Alabama to California, which was a very big move. Uh, definitely like didn't start out like going to like another, just like a little bit bigger town, maybe a city. Wow. No, I go to like one of the biggest uh, and craziest cities in America, but I loved it. I feel like I found myself there. Um, questioned myself a lot there. It was like the the best and absolutely hardest times of my life. Um, but I am now in my new home of Nashville, Tennessee. We moved this spring. And when I say we, I have been dating my boyfriend, Adam, for about two and a half years now. We'll definitely have him on the podcast and um, you'll love him if you don't know him already. He's the best human ever. Uh, so you guys would definitely approve. And also we includes our dog, Wally, who is also the best. I'm obsessed with him, even though he just ate. Right before we came here, he uh, decided to eat one of my most expensive shoes in my closet that actually is not even mine and I wore once. So that's great. <laughs> it's a, what is it, like an, uh, a Berman shoe? Like very, very nice shoe. So that's fun, um, but we love him so much. He's a bad boy that is so cute. So he gets away with everything. He's getting better. <laughs> uh, but this is not all about my dog, even though I would love to have I would love to have Wally on the podcast in some way. How long have you had Wally? Oh, well, that's producer Andrew over there asking <laughs> conversation. Uh, producer Andrew, uh, I've had Wally for a year and a half. Okay. And is it both of your guys' dog or is it your dog? No, it's both of our dogs. Also, Adam's here. Um, he's just here for moral support. But producer Andrew is always going to be a part of the show. A lot of times I think it's so weird how people, everybody has a producer on their show for the most part. I won't say everybody, but a lot of people have somebody that is helping them to have a podcast. There's actually like a huge team like I'm so thankful for, but in the room with me, there is another human. So I don't, I think it's weird to pretend like no one's here and not just acknowledge that I have somebody who's on my team supporting me. And I think producer Andrew can bring a lot to the conversation. So you will hear more from him um, as we go. And if you don't like this episode, blame it on him. <laughs> <laughs> Americans take about 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors. The indoor air that we breathe can be up to 100 times more polluted than outdoor air according to the EPA. Indoor air pollutants can cause respiratory symptoms like sneezing, congestion, scratchy throat, and even more serious health problems like lung and heart disease. So what's the solution? 
Introducing Air Doctor, the air purifier that filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants, so your lungs don't have to. This includes allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. So I love my Air Doctor air purifier. I am a big proponent of an air purifier because I have had all different things from just the living environment that I'm being in, having mold, um, and sometimes not knowing it to also just like having everyday allergies. Um, an air purifier is so important and I love the Air Doctor one. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code HANNAB and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock the special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code Hannaby. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I have been in a really awesome season, but also a season that has been pretty stressful. There's been a lot going on. Um, I can see where some of those things that really keep me grounded. Um, I have not been able to make time for and not know how to do that. And so it's been weighing on me a little bit. And look, we all carry around different stressors that can be big or small, but when we keep them bottled up and don't talk about like what's going on in our life, it can really affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest to really talk about what you're going through and figure out a way to work through whatever that is that's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no adjustment charge. If like, you're just not feeling that connected with somebody, you can always try it again. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash tomorrow today to get 10% off your first order. That's betterhelp.com slash tomorrow. Today is about looking for new ways to better ourselves, but sometimes that means looking in a totally different place or even a different state. In South Dakota, travel is transformative. It's good for the soul. It's the kind of place to just let go, to escape from the routine and predictability of life, to put down the phone and pick up a sense of adventure and to see the world a little bit differently, as in not through our screen. Life in South Dakota is about unplugging from it all and connecting with the world around you. It's about being open to real surprises and treating your senses to a real, raw, natural beauty that doesn't need a filter. Whether you're exploring the mountains and trees of the Black Hills, hiking through the Badlands, navigating the wild towns, or camping under the stars, South Dakota is the place to get a little lost and find yourself along the way. See why there's so much South Dakota, so little time at TravelSouthDakota.com. Cool. Uh, but yes, so at, going back to the story, Adam, Wally, and I have just moved to Nashville, Tennessee recently. And even though it was a very quick, kind of like unexpected at the time move, and I was a little apprehensive about it, we have loved it. It has been so great. And it's something that I want to talk about like on a full episode of like why we moved, um, have Adam on because I think it's a conversation that we both should share. And then also you can learn a little bit more about him. But that's kind of been 
the biggest update. Um, I've traveled a little bit this year. I've done a lot for work. Um, I have, I went to Europe for like a quick trip to Portugal with my best, one of my best friends, Nora. So that's really fun. Uh, but ultimately I've just been working on getting this podcast up and going. Uh, I'm so thankful again for producer Andrew and just being here, helping me get this started for Adam just supporting me and then just the rest of my team, the Sirius XM Stitcher team. Like it has taken so long to get this thing started. Like I've been in the process of knowing that this podcast was going to be a thing for like over a year. It's crazy how much goes into something and there can be, there's always roadblocks and things that come through that, that happen when you, when you start something new. And that's kind of what I wanted today's conversation to be about is what it's like to put yourself out there and try something different, to um, try a new thing. And that has really been what the past, gosh, like several, several months of my life have been. And just the mental gymnastics that has gone on with that, starting something new can be very overwhelming and scary and can make you feel stuck. And how do you get through that? Well, I'm, I'm here. So (laughs) we've started, but it's taken a lot to get here. And I know that for me, yes, it's been that this podcast, but for everyone at some point, at least I hope there's that time in your life where you're, you're questioning what the next thing is going to be and how you're going to do that and what goes on between having that that idea pop in your head to actually doing it that time is really hard and then once you start how do you keep going so um for me I'm not going to lie like I said I'm I'm very I am very excited to be here but it has been uh, something that has really tested my confidence in myself. I feel like I've had to really battle imposter syndrome, um, especially with this podcast of like, why do I think I have something to say? And will somebody listen? And can I actually finish a sentence? Because in real life, that's always hard. <laughs> So uh, when somebody just has me in their ear, they don't, they can't quite be like, wait, what are you saying? So I have to like make sure that I make sense, which is such a struggle. You won't always have Adam, which, which who knows, maybe we'll have to add him in, um, be like, wait, wait, slow down, Hannah. You just pronounce four words wrong. And <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, but pr- producer Andrew. You can you can help with that. How yes, am I doing so far? You are crushing this. Yes, I needed that positive affirmation. <laughs> I have a question. So you hit on imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Being somebody of influence, what was it like? Like the first time you realized, like, oh, there's people that are looking to me for advice, and they value what I have to say. What was it like when you realized that for the first time? Good question. So I 
I remember when people would ask me, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And one of the biggest things, I probably like, couldn't really fully answer that question as far as career-wise, but I always wanted to be somebody that others can look up to and a role model. But for me, I was thinking, oh, that's going to be, uh, you know, I want to be Miss America or Miss Alabama. <laughs> and that was kind of where my eyes were set for a while. And with that, I was very cautious and aware of everything that I did and how that would look and how, um, for good or for bad, I mean, I I just cared a lot what people thought and uh, wanted everything that I did to be something that other people could look up to. So that thought has always been there in the back of my mind, but I never thought it would be on this level. I never also thought that people would see my absolute worst. Uh, Truly, I think why the imposter syndrome is so hard for me now is because like truly every bad thing that I've really done has been captured on camera in some way, um, has been called out, has been put into question publicly. And like, it's, it's one thing for other people to like say, to like have a negative view about yourself. But for me, like I internalize that a lot. And then I'm like, Oh no, I am bad. So why can I be a, how, how can, can I, think of myself as being someone that other people should take advice from when I am still trying to figure my own shit out. And mm. I do make mistakes and I've realized that. And I mean, I've always known I've made mistakes, but like having a, just like, it feels like a spotlight in some way, in a way that I never even could have imagined. It's hard. And I mean, in one way I have nothing to hide, but it is hard to know that everything bad I've ever done, like somebody might know about it and, and question and, and that just like can get in my head. So I think that's where yeah. like it's really started is in the past few years of questioning um, my worth and what I can actually give. But that's also taken me on a, uh, a very crazy but good and helpful journey. And that's why I guess Better Tomorrow even exists. It's because sure. I've had to like question that and in a ways that I, I didn't before because I, I lived my life in such a rigid way of like, nobody can see the bad. Yeah. Which um, is also why I think podcast, this podcast is even scarier in a way than some of the other things I've done because it's so much more vulnerable of an experience because this is my first time to do this. I don't know what I'm doing. There's no like, um, a podcast is not a forum where you just like take all the best clips and put them in together. I guess some people's it's like that. Yes, you can edit things, but the way that I feel right now, you can't really edit. So this is just where I'm at in this point. I am feeling my confidence. I know my confidence will um, continue to grow the more and more I do this, but you guys are seeing like firsthand for me, how I go into starting something new. 
And um, so I kind of wanted to just talk about ways that have helped me that can help you when you're in kind of this, this moment that I've been in of questioning everything, wondering if I should do it, feeling stuck, maybe trying to backtrack. So yeah, I thought we'd just kind of get into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So I think the first thing when starting something new is you just have to start. These feelings can just psych us out before we even get to the thing we want to do. It could have been really easy for me to be like, yeah, I kind of want to do this podcast. I think it'd be fun. And then start getting in my head and then hearing the other voice. And that voice could easily win. I think it's one in a lot of things that I've thought I've wanted to do. Um, I'm trying to think. Even like jujitsu, I'll say, like jujitsu, for example, I tried, Adam, well, really wanted me to do it. Force. No, he didn't force me. But there was something really interesting to it for me. But I, I have made so many excuses for why not. And ultimately, it is because of like a fear of, it's definitely outside of my comfort zone. Um, it's having to harness a new like aggression or even tapping into that. That is really scary for me because I think as women, you just like push that down. So like that's been a new thing that I said I was going to start. And then I, w- I kind of wouldn't even allow myself to. So that's like just an example I can say of where I have let it completely that mental game just make me stop before I even begin. But with this, I'm here. I have a team that's like, no, you're doing it. So, uh, but ultimately for me, I have had a lot of, I feel like, yeah, I've done a lot of cool, interesting things that take courage, but I'm not going to lie. Starting new things kind of sucks. And just in general, And what I mean by that is I'm so thankful for everything that I've just done scared, done it anyway. But that first part is is important to say I've I've done it scared. And that feeling is not fun. And uh, it can be really embarrassing and awkward to try something new. I, for some reason, think that when I... When I am thinking about starting something, I immediately have to like, I like start questioning like, okay, do I think I will be naturally good at this? Okay, how do I think, how can I pick something that I know I'll be good at? Well, I mean, if you've never done it before, why do, why do you expect to be the best when you've never, (laughs) when you've never even tried the thing? So I don't know. That's just, that is where I really can be like my own worst enemy a lot of times. And um, I actually asked you guys, I forgot about this, but the other day I was working on the podcast and I, I asked, oh, I said, I kind of alluded that I was working on something and I asked you guys, what is something that you've been wanting to try, but, and why haven't you done it? And so I wanted to read 
or like go through some of the questions. I like did a screenshot and it was so interesting. Some people like said they just didn't even know how to start. Um, somebody said like writing a book, a book, creative block. Uh, some people are like, where did I say? Oh, so a lot of people are say like working out, um, hiking, starting some type of lettuce um, lessons, but the like being overweight and the fear of not being able to compete or do something um, has stopped them. And a lot of it ultimately just going through uh, therapy, they're scared about, some people are scared about just having to unpack things, starting a blog, vlog about finances and trauma, but they haven't started because of fear and having time. Someone said just taking risk financially because they fear they're going to lose it all, which I totally understand that. Um, but all, like, as I just like look through all of these, every reason for why it basically just comes down to fear. And that's why you just have to start. And when I say I've done a lot of things, but I've done it scared, that's, that's ultimately what you also have to do. Uh, because nothing, it doesn't feel good to not know enough or feel like you are enough because you don't even know what enough is in the new thing, you know? So you've just got to like fully go in and figure it out as you go. So I think as humans though, it's not just like you and me that, that struggle with the fear. We're ultimately wired to be fearful of new experiences because yeah, it, there can be danger involved in some things like, yeah, probably not starting a podcast or starting a, a blog. Like you'll be okay. You won't die. But I mean, especially as humans have evolved, taking risk, it could be like extinction, extinction of our kind. <laughs> I mean, I just took it like really far, but seriously, I mean, the cavemen, Yeah, think about it. They, th there could be like one way to go find the bear or the dinosaur or no, they don't want to find the dinosaur. I don't know. I don't need the, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I have no idea. Just know that we're wired to be scared of scary things that we haven't ever done, you know, because trying something new, there's always going to be a risk and it either works out or it doesn't. I actually talked to my agent the other day. Because there is another thing that I also want to do that I've always wanted to do, but it is a big risk, like way bigger personally, um, financially. W the biggest risk I would probably ever take, I could say, um, that could be so amazing, but it would be a lot of hard work and I was, I was just like, what do you think I should do? And he was like, you know, I, I feel like you, you just have to start. And there's only, so, they're like, there's only so much we can do for you, but ultimately you're the person who has control of your life and you've got to take risk. And if you're not failing, you're not trying. And I love that. But then 
Like it was so funny. I was like, oh yeah, you're so you're so right. But I just I just need to know that it's gonna like work out. <laughs> that was like the next thing I said. I was like, oh yes, yes. So obviously I'm not I'm not okay with failing. That is a really hard concept for me, especially with this podcast. Um everything I've done in front of you guys, I have kind of succeeded in. Like all the competitions I've done in the past few years, like I, I have won and I don't like mean to sound cocky. Like I'm also like, I don't know how it, it is. It is weird. But when, because of that, I have so much pressure on myself for this podcast to be the very best. I think every time that I talk to producer Andrew, I'm like, no, no, no. But is it great? It can't be good. It has to be great. It has to be the best. Yeah. And he's like, I mean, it's episode one. It's episode one. Yeah. But I just put that pressure because I'm so scared that like, if I'm not the best, then you guys won't like me. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I think it's, hmm. uh, yeah, I think I believe I have this like internal belief that if I do not win, if I'm not the best, that people will not see me as valuable or worth their time. Wow. That just got a lot. I don't think I've ever said that out loud. Um, yeah, I think, wow, I, I can, I'm like, my wheels are spinning of like, oh, I know where this stems from. So weird. Like that just opened up something for me. I think I've, as a little girl, like that is how I thought I got my parents' love. I think I was always like, oh, look what I did today. I made an A. I'm student of the month. I'm the teacher's pet. And that was kind of how I shifted the focus off whatever family drama was going on um, onto me to be able to bring like the achievement and success and that be something that's celebrated. And so obviously, as I'm realizing right now in real time, that has continued to spill over to even my relationship with you guys, which I value so much. Obviously, I love my parents and I know that they love me. Like, I do know that they love me more than just all the things that I've achieved, but there is some layer subconsciously that questions that. And I guess I question that with y'all. Wow. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, I'm just going to continue to work through it. And it's something that I'm still not quite there yet, <laughs> obviously. There have been many times in my life where I really thought I could trust my gut, but I definitely shouldn't have. Definitely with a lot of those exes in the past, um, when it comes to that low fuel flashing light on my car, I just always think that it's not really serious. Trust me, it is. I've been on the side of the road way too many times. Probiotics can't help with most of your gut decisions, but if your gut needs a little support, Ritual has your back. Ritual has made a three-in-one supplement with clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and a postbiotic to support a balanced gut microbiome. All in one minty capsule and no refrigerator needed. I love my Symbiotic Plus. I take it every day. It is, it's great because it's got all the biotics in it um, for my probiotic. I feel like it's just 
really helping my gut in all the ways. And actually, Ritual even invested in a study modeling the human colon, which showed that Symbiotic Plus significantly increased the microbial diversity and the growth of beneficial bacteria. We love that. We love when the thing's actually doing the work that we need it to for our gut. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash Hannah B. Start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash Hannah B for 25% off. Real change happens when you're consistent and achieving the hair of your dreams is no exception. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to your hair routine has never been easier so you actually see the results you've always wanted. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency, y'all. With a monthly subscription to Grow Hair Serum, Vegamore makes it easy to stay consistent. Plus, you save more and never run low on the products you need to take care of your hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. For the best results, use a minimum three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker-looking hair. Fun fact, Vegamore sells one bottle of Grow Hair Serum every 15 seconds on their website. That's how good this stuff is. You guys know I love Vegamore so much. I have seen so much improvement in my hair because of using their products. They really are that great. Um, I like the Grow Hair Serum because I can use it on my hair when it's wet or dry. So it just helps me stay consistent depending on if it's a wash day or not. Elevate your hair wellness routine this year with Vegamore. For a limited time, get 20% off your first subscription order by going to vegamore.com slash Hannah B and use code Hannah B at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash Hannah B. Use code Hannah B to save 20% on your first order what's like the <laughs> scariest like new thing you've had to do in the last five years moving to nashville starting a show well the last five years have been insane just absolutely insane and when i think about what's been the hardest thing the hardest new thing to hardest start. new thing to start mm. wow if i'm like if I'm being honest, which I am, I promise to be on this show, uh, probably starting to, I don't want to say it, like the journey of, I don't know how to exactly say what, how to describe this part of my life. Like af, It's like the journey after everything has been the hardest new thing. Mm for me because my life was, I felt like almost like out of control with goodness and, um, these cool experiences, but it was going so, so fast that I kind of lost myself and making decisions for myself. I didn't trust. So I think the hardest thing that I've started in the past few years is learning to trust myself. And uh, I have not quite figured it out fully, but going on the journey, even even starting that uh, has been so hard, so difficult, uh, has led to a lot of questioning and revelations and hurt and healing. And uh, I think I always knew that, like, even ask myself, do I trust myself was such a loaded question. 
Uh, but, and how I got there was realizing that I don't even know if I like myself or who am I and did I even choose all this for myself? Really? Hmm. And yeah, that's been the, probably like the past three years and it's still ongoing and I'm just trying to continue to take the next step forward and not quit and not go back into default of trusting everybody else more than myself. Hmm. Yeah. Great answer. Thanks. Um, Another thing that's really helped me other than just starting and doing everything just absolutely so scared and feeling like I'm going to poop my pants along the way. (laughs) 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 Well, yeah, I have troubles pooping, but (laughs) (laughs) I always say my heart's in my butt feeling like that. And so I'm like walking around with my, with my cheeks clenched so my heart doesn't fall out. (laughs) Oh, um, is really, uh, Finding inspiration from other people, which can also be a really tricky spot because it's, it's, a, it's a really uh, thin line. But whenever I am trying to start something new, I try to find wisdom and inspiration from others that have also done something out of their comfort zone, you know, been successful in some way, helped other people. And I feel like the people who have really lived their life to the fullest have taken risk. And yes, they probably failed, but they have succeeded so much more than other people who have never, you know, tried anything new or done anything bigger um, than what's expected in their life. So I, I mean, most of my Instagram and the things that I listen to are just people that really inspire me and uh, have really been self-made and learned from their mistakes, kept growing, been able to uh, bring something to this world that has been really uh, not just like successful, like financially, but just has helped people. Um, but, But in the same breath, I have to be really careful that I'm not comparing myself to others because nobody's story is like yours. And I have something that I can bring to the world that's so different than the people that I admire and look up to, but there's always something that I can learn from them. Uh, so that is something that I would suggest, like what, what field of new thing do you want to get into? Is it, is it vlogging? Is it, um, being an influencer? Like who are the people and and why do you want to do that? And really ask yourself why? Is it, and, 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 and is it because of like a scarcity uh, feeling or mentality, or is it really because you want to do something that is going to be additive for yourself and for others and for your family? Uh, and if it's for that, then really be inspired and excited and motivated by the world around you. I think the way that you can avoid crossing that line from being inspired to being in like a comparison mindset is to 
make sure that you are really aware of the mindset that you're in. It's so important to have realistic expectations of yourself when you're starting something new. Um, I think it's very important to be able to set some goals, set realistic goals for yourself. I do have a big, you know, dream and goal that's always in mind. That is maybe a little far out of reach right now, but I know that I have also markers along the way that it's going to make that 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 big dream um, reachable as I just continue to keep going. Uh, I think sometimes it's like somebody starts and you want to become the master before you've even become uh, the, the student. The student. That's yeah. I I can be that way for sure. I I, I did pickleball for the first time. <laughs> I've never played a um is that like a racket sport paddle sport ever like I probably have played paddle ball like the one on the the court is that what it's called I don't even know what it's called Tennis? ping pong oh. ping pong I see obviously I don't know what I'm talking about <laughs> I don't even know how to play ping pong and so when I uh heard how cool pickleball. And I was like, just like all these great people are playing. I'm like, I want to do it. And I started taking lessons and I was pissed because I was bad. And I was like, cause I'm, I'm pretty like naturally normally like athletic, but I do think that those types of sports, um, actually Dr. Amen, my, uh, psychiatrist says that, uh, any type of racket sport, is that what you called it? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever, whenever you go like this, back and forth, <laughs> when you do the backhand and just the normal thing, I don't know what I'm talking about. But those use both sides sides of your brain, and um, they're they're it's a great it's a great type of sport to 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 pick up. But uh, they're challenging, and I was so mad. I, I my. Uh, coach was like one of the best pickleball players ever he like plays with every famous person and I was embarrassed that I wasn't as good as him (laughs) I've never played in my life uh so yeah with that I just have now uh had to realize I needed to backtrack and now my goal is to be able to hit like his um Adam's dad has a pickleball court in their backyard and he has this machine where they just like pop them out to you so my goal is just to be able to hit all the balls that come out of that which is really easy because there's no like human making decisions and that's not actually playing a real game but that's my first goal and then you know to be able to like hang it in a game I've been able to like play not the best And eventually, as we continue to actually go out and play some games and practice, who knows? Maybe I will be a master. I'm not going to be. And I don't really. It's it's fine. (laughs) But learning to focus on the good and celebrate those little victories, I think, is very important um, as you are on kind of the journey of becoming better at something that you really want to do and learn. Uh, one thing that my uh, 
therapist and uh, Dr. Amen, who's a psychiatrist, but talked to me about the other day, literally on the same day, was kind of my mentality around that. Um, a lot of high achievers can be sometimes like sad people because of how they view success. And I definitely struggle with that. And as my therapist and Dr. Amen <laughs> pointed out, they also believe that I struggle with that. Uh, the other day in therapy, I I said, oh yeah, like I just think I, I fear that I'm going to be the de a deadbeat. And then we were just talking about success and uh, my therapist was like, so what if I realized we really need to work on is you have a big pendulum swing from being a deadbeat into being the very best. And that's the only way that I view things. And why don't we learn to find some silence in the middle? Because that's where we're going to spend most of our life. There are going to be moments where we fail for sure. And there are going to be moments where, you know, you do have those victories and those like amazing moments where you've accomplished a goal. But most of your life is, is in the middle trying to figure it out on the way to the goal or coming back from a setback. There's always going to be roadblocks in the way. Uh, just like I said with the podcast, like I've known like this, this has been a thing for over a year. It's taken a year to get here because there have been so many roadblocks and things that have changed. I moved across country. Uh, it's a lot and it can feel really defeating and it can really um, allow for there to be more time for all those negative thoughts to get louder and louder. But having those goals in, in play, continuing to be inspired, having a roadmap for yourself on the way, celebrating the times that you have achieved and the steps that you have taken are all so important, um, which kind of gets me to the last thing and uh, kind of interesting way to view things that my uh, psychiatrist, but also great friend, mentor, Dr. Amen, talked to me about this past month. We always do like just a check-in. And was telling him about everything that has changed my life. And he was like, I just read this, this book and I, I just loved it so much. I wanted to talk to you about it. Happened to be the same day that was, you know, the deadbeat and uh, being the best conversation. Uh, but it's called The Gap in the Gang. Uh, who is that by? I don't know because I, I haven't fully read the book. I have I've bought it, but I can kind of talk about the gist of what the gap in the gain is. It's by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And basically it's just um, about changing your mindset. This book was written for high achievers who um, are successful, but aren't always happy. And when you're on your way to a goal or an idea, an ideal for yourself, you have where you start, where you are, what you've achieved, and um, the ideal you have for yourself, what, what is to be successful. And a lot of people that live in the gap, which is where I tend to default to, is you don't measure from where you have started to all that you've achieved. No, you measure from where you are to um, what the ideal is. And so if that's all that you're seeing, you're always lacking. So that always 
will make you feel not as worthy. You'll be frustrated. You'll feel like a failure because you don't take into account everything that has come before where you're at. People that live in the gain are um, people that are normally happier (laughs) and they measure this success from where they started to what all they've achieved. So when you're living in that mindset, you see um, you're, you're more grateful. You live in gratitude. You see how you have conquered the roadblocks that have come your way. You still have the vision of the ideal. You still believe that is for you, but you are taking those moments and you're celebrating all the success that you have already had and that honestly that you've been consistent and you haven't quit. I mean, that's the biggest thing about um, starting something and being able to achieve your dreams is being able to, in the face of something difficult or in the face of feeling those uh, negative feelings of, am I good enough? Why haven't I gotten this yet? Why have I made these mistakes? To continue to push through that and get um, keep going. It is it is really easy to quit um, when something doesn't go right. But hey, you 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 will never you will never see the other side if you do that. So I think that that is such an interesting um, way of looking at things that this book talks about, which. I have ordered, have not fully read, but I think you get the gist of what the gap in the gain is and how can we go from, honestly, as a society, I think we all kind of live in this gap mentality of, oh, so you got 100,000 followers? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you're probably not making this. Are you even making money off that? You know, just just silly things, even just with like Instagram, like who freaking cares? What Instead of like, really being proud of yourself for even making that vlog, even getting on there and uh, sharing your thoughts and feelings. Adam, like just changing a new job, doing something. And I mean, he just like changed whole careers because he has a goal in mind in the future. And like, that's really scary. And yeah, is he exactly where he wants to be? No, but he's, he's, he's making steps. Same thing with me. Like, I'm here. I filmed this first episode. I'm here with you guys uh, learning and growing, and I am scared shitless. That's probably better. (laughs) That actually makes more sense because we struggle with that. Um, Anyway, uh, but I'm here, and uh, I hope you guys follow me on this journey and that I can be of inspiration and motivation for you to continue on or start that thing that you've always wanted to do and just keep going. Be consistent, just start, and just focus on all the good that's coming your way. You know, we've tried our best today. I know we'll be better tomorrow. And thank you all for being here. I look forward to just having this time every week to talk, to discuss, and to challenge ourselves to be better than we were before. We did it! In 
in order to support our show, we need the help of some great advertisers. And we want to make sure those advertisers are ones you'll actually want to hear about. But we need to learn a little bit more about you to make that possible. So go to podsurvey.com slash Hannah B and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you better. That way we can bring the advertisers you won't want to skip. Once you've completed the quick survey, you can enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's podsurvey.com slash H-A-N-N-A-H-B. Thanks for your help.